Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. And I'm George. And what we do each session is reread Small Town Newspaper articles from Small Town Newspapers somewhere across the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but the woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. Booyah! From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of Small Town News. Where are we today, Craig? Oh, Craig. I just literally just received a text from Craig. Yes, read it to us. You guys are lucky. This is a milestone episode. Oh. It is our 100th, according to Dr. Jess, of the full full episodes. Oh, so not porch chats. Correct. Yep, those don't count. Dun, 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 I, think, I think, is it the 100th episode that Jess has been curating for us? Perhaps. Maybe? I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, and the picture that we've been sent is apparently I the edge of there. the earth. No, you... Yes, I do. That I looks don't. awesome. Well, it's the edge of the earth. It's it, not. It just looks like a big old hole in the ocean. Yeah, that goes down to the edge of the earth. But you don't have to go in it. You can well, still swim at the top, the, the, no matter how the, deep the it is. The current is going to try. It, it can't be a real picture, though, right? Is it like something out of a fantasy novel? No. Well, what is it like? Remember, okay, do y'all see that, that movie Up? The, the cartoon yeah, one, yeah, yeah. like like that that whole area that they end up when like the first time I saw the movie, I figured that was just like a make believe place, but apparently it's based on a real place in South Africa or South America, I think it was. Which there. what are you talking about? Angel Falls? I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't up remember very the well. name of it, but it was a place you know you had you had a hike up there. Like it it exists above the clouds. Like it's this high up flat oh, terrain. Okay. okay. Yeah, like I thought it was just purely like fantasy thing. There, it was like nope. That like, I saw this footage of like the. People who made that movie taking a trip there, wow. and, and they did a study trip, and I was like, "Wow, this exists! This is insane!" And that's kind of what I, I see when I see this. I mean, picture this. So, where do you think this is? Like, if you were to guess, where in the world you'd find something like this? Iowa. It looks. <laughs> it looks tropical in nature. Yes, very. Right, but 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 there's like cornfields or wheat fields. <laughs> Isn't that what that is in the Iowa. immediate foreground? Yeah. yeah, there's the Iowa part. There you go. That's just, Why is that, that? Doesn't that just look like a forest? A forest of wheat. It does not. Those are huge trees. It is a different color than the rest of the wheat island. Wheat is not though. that tall. But it's that brown. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's in neat rows like It's that. a very, it's a more wheatish well, color. It's like the color of the walls that it's rows, not from this height yeah. up there. Amber waves of a grain. brown waves of grain. Amber waves of grain. <laughs> Y'all are focusing on the wrong waves. I mean, there is a giant, I can't say waterfall because it doesn't look it. like the water is cascading or It's not. That's down. like a body of water. And then there's a big... Like uh, hole I'm not sure it is. It might be playing tricks on us. Do you the see the waves go? breaking? Okay, okay, wait, perspective issue. Okay, so what you're saying is is that the water level is flat throughout. That is just a, a big old Right, but there is a large crevasse. A under crevasse. The, yes. Okay, I was thinking oh, that it was yeah, like, open. On the right side, it looks like a waterfall going down. What, and I think that's like sand or silt yeah, just sort of washing okay. into the hole. Oh, that makes more sense. So we're not at the edge of the world. We might be. We don't we, know. We're at the wheat you know field. how we find out? We don't know nope. yet. No. Nope. The is, Highlander. The name of this this <laughs> picture is the wheat field at the end of the world. What? Okay. All right. Well, let's let's find out. Uh, today we are in Highlands, North Carolina. Happy 100th, Newsboys. Due to my habit of making very special episodes every now and then. Yeah, we haven't made it through our second round of the 50 states, but this is the 100th published episode I have written for you. There we go. I am about to say, we, we yep. haven't published it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if it's usable yet. That's right. Uh, and for our 100th, I've, been, I've brought you back to our home state. Welcome to Highlands, North Carolina. Very nice. Have you ever been to the Highlands? Yeah, I was there a couple of weekends ago. Okay. Closest. Did you participate in the games? It depends on the games. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there's an implied <laughs> wink there. No, we did not take okay. place in the Scottish games. Okay, there's a Highlands oh. games. Oh. Like, they, they like throw tree trunks and stuff, right? Caber toss, yeah. Tree trunk toss. Are there multiple winner, winners or only one? There can only be one. Oh, okay. Yes. Everyone else gets their head chopped off. Softball Located in Macon County in the Appalachian Mountains near South Carolina, the South Carolina border, Highlands has a permanent population of just over 1,000. A popular resort and vacation spot, the town's population swells with seasonal residents and visitors each summer and winter. The town was founded in 1875 by Samuel Truman Kelsey and Clinton Carter Hutchison. Samuel and Clinton were looking for a location that could serve as a great trading center and commercial crossroads. In order to find the ideal spot, they drew lines from Chicago to Savannah and from New Orleans to New York City. Their idea was that the place at the intersection of those lines would be the perfect location for a major city. But they seem to have forgotten about the Appalachian Mountains and the transportation and development problems associated with them. Their town of Highlands never lived up to their hopes. <laughs> the geographic center of these areas. Don't be thinking so hard, man. Yeah. That's where thinking gets you. <laughs> While Highlands failed to become the heart of commerce for the eastern half of the nation, it did become a major golfing destination starting in the 1930s. I bet golfing in the mountains would be a pain. Yeah. The town and surround... And not like golfing? Is a pain. Golfing is a terrible. <laughs> okay, so true story. Like I've gone golf. I've gone legit golfing, not like putt putt, but I've gone like legit golfing once in my life. I was in college, and I had the opportunity. So I was like, sure, let me. I've never done this. Let me do it. I was scoffing like the whole time. I was like, eh, golf, golf, whatever. You know, it's stupid. You know, it's got to be the, the first time I swung a golf club, <laughs> and uh, as I tried to get the ball towards where the hole is, I instantly realized I was like, oh. <laughs> This is science. <laughs> this is hard. I've there are a few times in my life I've been humbled there you go. so quickly. Yeah, it's like magic. The people who do it well. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I instantly got respect. Like in one swing, yeah. I got so much respect. Yeah. The town and surrounding areas are currently home to seven residential country clubs, each with their own golf courses. The modern game of golf likely has its roots in the ancient Roman sport of Pagenta. <laughs> How would you say it? There's no T in it. Pagenta. Well, it's the, the, the C acts as a harsh, as a, as a softer A softer T. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paganica or Paganicia. Like <laughs> I would not put a T in it though. Okay, <laughs> a T um, sound. Okay, here. Okay, so inside <laughs> in the keys brain. So yes, I mispronounce a lots of, lots of words. If you haven't noticed, once I've mispronounced a word, that's how it lives in my head. Because <laughs> you've said it for the first time and spake it into being. I have. Yes. Pagan, paganka, pagan. I cannot do this. Paganica. Paganican. With a Pag T. Paganica. Paganita. Yeah. Paganica. Or Paganica. Or no, Paganica. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's no. Paganica. <laughs> Encyclopedia Paganica. Yeah. <laughs> that um, does sound much more impressive. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Each, okay. The Roman sport of Paganica. I'm just going to call it the Roman sport. In the Roman sport, players use bent sticks to hit stuffed leather balls. Some historians believe that golf, originally a Scottish game, came from the Roman sport and the Roman conquest of Britain. The first written record of golf comes from 1457 when King James II of Scotland banned the sport because he believed it was, quote, an unwelcome distraction to learning archery. 
I guess a, a round ball is kind of the opposite of a, a an arrowhead. And he probably needed people to be learning archery. It was like, it's not very yeah. warlike. I think that's maybe the, yeah. like, we need to be learning about war. But he was probably worried about getting invaded. He's like, y'all need to be able to use these bows and arrows. Stop wasting your they time were, on the golf course. They were career soldiers. They were done with it. They were retired, man. Yeah. Yeah, Time to pick up golf. Away. Exactly. This, <laughs> this just feels right. <laughs> Time to pick up the Roman sport. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Never trust somebody who puts that on their Tinder profile. Wink. I'm just looking. Well, no, I was going to say, just looking for someone to pick up the Roman sport with. Wink. Wink. <laughs> In 1502, King James IV became an avid golfer and lifted his grandfather's band. Oh, so he oh. played the game before lifting the band. Yeah, and he was like, oh, man, this is a- granddad had it wrong. Fairness and etiquette have always been core to the sport. The current golfing rulebook states, the overriding principle is that consideration should be shown to others on the course at all times. Play the ball as it lies. Play the course as you find it. And if you cannot do either, do what is fair. While y'all are likely familiar with the term birdie, one stroke under par, and eagle, two strokes under par, you might not know about albatrosses. Three strokes under par and also called a double eagle. Or condors, four strokes under par. A condor has never been achieved during a professional tournament, and only five condors have ever been recorded, although none of them occurred on a professionally accredited golf course. So that'd be like a hole-in-one on a par five? Yep. Would be a, a condor. If, like Mark Twain, you believe that golfing is a, quote, good walk spoiled, <laughs> that's, that's good. then you can hike to one of Highland's many waterfalls. Bacon County is home to 12 waterfalls, including Bridal Vale Falls, Dry Falls, and Quarry Falls, also known as Bust Your Butt Falls. While you might think you know what a waterfall is, I do feel like I know what a waterfall is. I'm not going to lie. I instantly, and I kept my mouth shut because Uh-oh. I was taking a page from the Neil book. I think here's where we're, we, this may be where we're getting some I stuff. But, yeah, yeah. but don't you I think d- you know what a waterfall I is? I didn't know. I'm not going to lie. I, I know well, what my concept of a waterfall is. Right. How many feet? How many feet high up does it need to be? Three. I, I mine doesn't have that sort of. I feel like that's the measure. It's not a waterfall until it falls a certain amount of time. So how fall, a curb? How, a street forward, curb is not a waterfall. I think if it falls, it tried hard enough, not flows. It's a waterfall. But why don't we see what geologists think one is? Because that's not as much fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped is why I brought it up. I thought this question. I kept it to myself. What is a waterfall? How far does water have to fall for it to be called a waterfall? Three feet sounds good feet. to me. I think Three so. feet sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm not putting a number on this thing. <laughs> so, you, so you're not measuring by numbers. You're measuring by like spectacle or wonderment. By what it? No, by what it does. Like waterfall. If well, water it falls, falls off your roof, but it's, it's not waterfall. off of a geological. Maybe it's only considered right? a waterfall if you would get hurt going down it. <laughs> if, if, if you're in a raft and you go down it like someone has to have get hurt have gotten yeah, hurt, would you get hurt or would you be, be okay? called that so scientists are just like pushing people down waterfalls yeah, like, exactly. you okay okay not a waterfall oh that that one's a waterfall they probably put them in barrels like you have to have a standard size not just like a homemade raft oh wait but people have gone down niagara falls in, in, a, a, water, barrel, in a barrel and they survived but not all of them in oh. fact most of them have not right oh. so that's definitely a waterfall we can agree yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad it meets your standards. <laughs> well, all right. Let's see what the geologists say. All right. Geo- uh, while you might think you know what a waterfall is, geologists are still debating the term. 
Waterfalls Ooh. are one of the most. These were all right. See, there we go. We might as well be geologists. Waterfalls are one of the most understudied geological formations. Most researchers agree that in order to be classified as a waterfall, quote, the horizontal distance between the positions of the lip and plunge pool should be no more than about 25% of the waterfall height, close quote. Does anybody understand what I just said? Yes. I No, I don't, and I got so bored. I, I know, because I thought it would be a measurement of feet. I'd be such a bad scientist. It's a, it's a ratio. So in Lateral other words, distance. and that, that's going to determine the, the slope oh, of the fall. So if the plunge pool is here, uh, the, dear listener, look at my hand. <laughs> so if the plunge pool, so if the lip of the waterfall or the lip of the geological structure is here and the plunge pool is here, here it's too great. So you have to get to 25% for it to be considered a waterfall. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so but, but that is related. <laughs> that that is science. Just, I, I, this I, is like golf. This, this is like the Roman sport. And this, this same exact like, conversation <laughs> is still happening among scientists and the thing. And I'm the oh, one no. scientist. They just put someone in a barrel mm. and shove them down. But it's relationship of that and the waterfall height, 25%. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, the difference between a very small waterfall and a very large rapid is hard to distinguish. Moreover, waterfalls can appear in unexpected locations, like under the ocean. What? And this is that picture. <gasps> that is why you see that silt and sand going off the is edge. Is the water flowing down? Like, will it suck it you is. down? Oh, my God. Perhaps. Don't swim near it, Neil. I have no you're, intention. No, Neil. You're attracted to the wheat. You're going to go there and try to harvest it. It will suck you down into the crack. There is no wheat. <laughs> There is. Keep reading. I want to hear about this. Okay, this is all right, cool. All right. because, because cold water is denser than warm water, waterfalls can occur in oceans. And the world's largest waterfall is found under the Atlantic Ocean in the Denmark Strait between Iceland and Greenland, mm. right next to the wheat fields. I'm I told you it was going. wheat fields. It that, does not say that. Uh, George is lying. That waterfall starts, quote, 2,000 feet under the strait's surface and plunges to a depth of 10,000 feet at the southern tip of Greenland. Whoa. Uh. It has a nearly two-mile drop. Perhaps the most terrifying type yeah, of... Yeah, but yeah. how far off is the plunge pool? Right, so they didn't even tell is us Is it that. more than 500 feet? If so, it is not a waterfall. Because of 25%. Right. Uh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to annoy people now with waterfall information, <laughs> among other things. Yeah, that's just a rapid. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Most scientists agree with me. Um, if you're in that water then... How do you get to the waterfall? You have to go a certain depth, and then it'll just suck you down the rest of the way. So the waterfall is yeah. not at the start of this hole. Oh, I think it's it like says low. it starts at it says it starts at two thousand feet under the straight surface, so under the water surface. So if you went down two thousand feet, it would suck you down a two mile drop. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't. Nobody asked. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I would. I don't know. Keith, there was insinuation. Keith, no. That we're leaving from here, and we're going straight to the wheat field. <laughs> The wheat field of trees. It's the worst kind of bread. (laughs) Perhaps the most terrifying type of waterfall is a Moulin. Or Moulin. I think it's like Moulin Rouge. It's probably All right, we'll call it that. It's spelled like Moulin Rouge. Oh, it's not like the Disney princess? No. No, 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 no. Uh, That does sound bad. No, it's it's spelled M-O-U-L-I-N. Moulins (laughs) are vertical, circular shafts that form in glaciers and ice sheets Water pours into the well-like formation from the surface. Moulins can be up to 35 feet wide at the surface and can plunge down hundreds of feet. So you're just walking along a glacier, mind your own business, or an ice sheet, and then you fall into this 
Mulan. Wait, does the hole exist? Are you not noticing the hole, or does it just? I would hope you you notice a thirty five foot wide. Me too. (laughs) What is this hole I see standing there beside of me? How far down this glacier goes? (laughs) What is is happening? (laughs) That's a song from Mulan. From Mulan, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's pretty good. Because I can, can, can. <laughs> you know that one? Yeah. You know that one? Okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. That's pretty good, Lady Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> uh I got to sit down. I got no it's right a, to make fun of this pronunciation. Orange rind mermaid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet old lady marmalade. <laughs> Have fun in the Highlands. Try your hand at a once-banned sport that keeps scores with bird names. Stick to terra firma, yep, terra firma, and steer clear of terrifying moulins and oceanic waterfalls. Mayor on duty. Trash collection system is broken by Mayor Patrick Taylor. Oh. Yeah, it's an article written by a mayor. Seeking Good. social change in the trash collection, perhaps. Department. Yeah, maybe, or, maybe it's maybe he's doing a brag because mayor on duty. Like maybe he's just wanting to talk about. Sounds like a weekly done or or biweekly sort of mayor piece on that duty. He does. Yeah, I mean it's that's yeah. yeah. All right, into the article. I, I, I was afraid for a second because it starts with I, and I didn't want people to think that this was yeah. me. Okay, <laughs> this is Mayor Tom Patrick Taylor. He does. I do not. He does not speak for me. I have been asked why the town wants to change the way residential garbage is collected. The old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, has been invoked. My response is that the way we collect trash is broken and out of date. I'm so curious as to how they they collect trash. Let's see. It could be some crazy thing that they're doing now that he's like, what? OSHA reports... That 46,000 janitors, custodians, and sanitation workers are injured each year. The vast majority are back injuries, and about 60% result from lifting garbage cans. Oh, he wants a fancy truck that grabs the cans. Oh, I bet that's the, what he wants. When did that start happening? Like, I feel like one day I just woke up and I saw that that's what trucks did now. Um, I don't I know think, if you yeah. remembered seeing it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, in the late yeah. 90s or something. I, did, I, don't know. I remember seeing it when we were in Raleigh. The job got easier. Because they used to have to pick them up in there, but there's less of them now. It used to be two guys hanging on the back of the truck. Which was the coolest thing I when know. I was a kid. You might have wanted to do that, but now you don't want to do I it. did want... Well, I still think it would be fun to drive around hanging on the back of the truck. We could I, do that. Not every, collecting garbage. Yeah. But. <laughs> I think every kid, for one reason or another, wanted to be a garbage collector at some yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's see how he's messing up this town's garbage collection. Oh, man. Let's, let me tell you about Patrick Mayor Patrick Taylor. He, he's a voice for the people. I've had several people tell me I shouldn't discuss this problem because our workers will start filing claims. It would be morally wrong to not address this health and safety issue for our sanitation workers. Just as if we ignored the potential health issues of firefighters exposed to toxic chemicals. Also, our workers are already at times injured on the job. Those injuries cost the town money and medical treatment and the loss of productivity and work time. Specifically, the procedure we have in place where our sanitation workers lift 35-gallon or larger trash cans when doing residential pickup is exactly what concerns OSHA. One worker may lift hundreds of trash cans on any day. We have about 2,000 residential customers that get two pickups a week. This repetitive lifting adds up to a heavy burden for our workers. They have 1,000 people and they have 2,000 pickups twice a week? That's crazy. They have a different problem. 
too much trash. trash. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's see if that's his solution. Yeah, they need to attack the source. Yeah. Our garbage trucks are equipped with lift bar devices. They okay, okay. Was then why are you picking up trash cans? Oh, they are used for lifting the ninety-five gallon toters deployed in commercial districts. So it's just for the larger ones. The next step is to move towards using toters in residential areas. It's just like a forty-five or fifty-five. That's what we have. The wheel toters and lift bar devices will make it easier for our workers to deposit the trash into the trucks. Almost all toters are designed to work with the universal lift bar system. The use of toters is a standard operating procedure in sanitation departments across the country. If we convert two toters that are bear resistant, yeah, okay, he does mean the animal. Okay. Oh, well, they're in the mountains. You de- like yeah. the place we stayed a couple of we, What we are were bears going to do to the garbage? Are, are they, oh, they trying to, get oh, to the garbage inside? Oh, of them? yeah. Like the the cans that we put stuff in had like a metal structure around it that you that you lock that bears can't get into i like the idea that they're trying to bear proof the actual collection devices like the bears are running at the trash trucks and the people on yeah like because you're not going to leave the trash in the truck overnight that's not how i heard that no i know (laughs) (laughs) i think they're pretty good when they close the back of the big steel truck can't you see though a bear trying to hijack the garbage truck be like a mother load (laughs) you gotta bear proof this truck i can hear the great escape (laughs) <laughs> they get a couple of raccoons to help you know yeah. you guys work the gas pedal we need a distraction these bear resistant toters are more costly than standard toters but they are also built stronger to withstand the assault by a hungry bear i have looked at bear resistant toters on the internet most vendors sell 64 and 95 gallon toters Ooh, prices range from 200 to 300 plus oh doesn't seem like that much. So you multiply it by 2,000. That seems like much. Yeah. yeah. Some folks may say they are too expensive. My response is that the handling and disposing of trash on the plateau is not a cheap operation, as some have assumed. The Public Works Committee will be researching and reviewing how to address both of these issues. Questions of how and when we implement these new residential practices will have to be answered. The cost and how and who will pay for the conversion will also need to be determined. Not it. Is that he, what he said? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, I, added I, say, I added that. Damn. The mayor's saying, ah, it's a problem. Figure it out. Well, Councilman <laughs> Thomason, clearly you were the last one to put your finger on your nose and raise your hand in the air. <laughs> and so, Due to local custom, that means you are now it. <laughs> that is it. Get out that checkbook. Okay, cut to a week after that town council meeting, the mayor's... Proposal has failed to pass. Yep. Hello. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Yes. I'm Marty Steele. I work in the sanitation department here in the city. And um, Nice to meet you, Marty. You may have followed in the uh, papers. We did not pass our attempt to get these new trucks and you know for the toters and the bear resistant. I, I voted against it. Okay, um, and you I, were I on our list. You yep. are on our list. There you are, Mr. Johnson. So what I need to do is we need to try to just reduce your trash intake in your home. Oh, I don't think we make that much. Just a, a couple of couple of totes a week is really all we have. Just me and my wife here. Yes. Yeah, so I have your new tote. Uh, this tote whoa, is easier whoa, for us whoa, to. Whoa, 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 it's whoa, easier whoa. for us to carry and to, to dump. So we don't have the. That's like a 10-gallon it, tote. It's 12, 12 gallon, 12-gallon 12 tote. This is for your your month of garbage. You're allowed to use this what? much. This is what we'll pick up for you. Are you no, this, this is not enough. This is not going to work. Well, and, and we expected this kind of reaction, and so 
one of my jobs um, is to go through your house and make suggestions as how you can reduce the, the trash output. Let's come on in. All right. So um, show me to your kitchen. That seems to be where most of the garbage oh, right. generated. Right in, back here through the den. Okay, here we go. Good. All right. All right. So you have. Here we are. Looks like a standard refrigerator. Yep. Freezer. Yep. Side Absolutely. By side. Yeah. So if if we open your refrigerator here, let's just see. Oh, I see. You have some hamburger meat. I do. Yep. Looks like it went bad yesterday. Oh, you man. I meant to cook that. So what would you normally do with this? I'm throw it out. Ah, and that under the old regime is what I would recommend. But that's not going to work. If you think about 12 gallons of garbage in a month, that's a big this, – this, just this pound of ground beef would take up a significant portion of that. So what are we going to do? I have an idea. Okay. I am going to throw it out in the backyard. In the back, So compost. That's a good no, idea. No, not really. Just, I mean, we've got bears here. Oh, So I'm bears. sure they'll come by and eat it. So do you have a bear-proof backyard? No, we actually have a quite bear-friendly backyard. If you look out back there, you'll, okay. you'll notice our bear playground. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to like it. That's Chucky. Actually- Chucky. That's, that's that one. Chucky? Yep. Throw it at him. Chucky. Uh, Chucky. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, that's a really good idea. See, you're getting the, the spirit of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we try, you know, we try not to feed them people food, but if this is the way this is going to go, I mean, I don't really see any other option but to start feeding bears willy-nilly if this is going to work out for everybody. And, and do, you, do you order a lot from Amazon? Do you order a lot of things online? I don't. What's a lot, really? <laughs> do, do you break down your boxes when you get them and then leave them on the curb to be picked up by recycling? No, we burn them a lot. But, you know, I mean, burn maybe we're okay. not supposed to do that. But No, I was going to recommend if you, if you did have a lot, we were going to have to use them for something else. I don't know, houses for the kids to play in or something. But we're not, we won't be picking up the cardboard anymore is my point. Do you recycle anything now? Like, what about our, our bottles? Oh, uh, yeah, we, um, have, we used to sell those to China. China doesn't buy them anymore. So you're going to have to recycle the, your own bottles Ooh. or reuse them. We have. Uh, we're not. We're not reusing them. I can tell you that. Well, we have lots of ideas. I don't know how it would work in your bear playground. I don't see a whole lot of glass out there. That's probably a good thing. You know, glass is not a bear-friendly product. It's not. It's not. But we need to come up with creative because again, twelve gallons. So I do have the gully behind the bear playground. Oh, the we could just throw everything in the gully. You have. You have a gully. Yeah. Look. Take hey, me back to the gully. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Here we go. Chucky, we're just walking through. Okay. Very good. All right. Is yeah, that good a waterfall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if we just throw it there. I think that leads down um, just past, it's behind the town dump. You're the one that's been filling the town dump from above. Oh, it's not just me. I mean, this is how most of us get our our, uh, our, our bottles down there already. So hey, right there, there, Johnson, just bringing by my uh, bottles. What do you hey, have in that, in that bag there, sir? Bottles. You know, bottles, a bag of bottles. Bag of bottles. What are you going to do with that bag of bottles? I'm going to throw it down the gully here. You know, that's just a lot faster, you know, because the trash only comes by twice a week. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. Oh, have you seen the new totes? The new totes? Oh, yeah. Here's, here's one right here. I've got it. Here it is. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh, that's fascinating. You want me to throw this down the gully for you? Oh, yeah. Look. Oh, man, that sucker floats look great. Go. Well, you're not, you're not going to so, have a tote. Oh, I have a new idea. What's your idea? So here's Johnson. what we do. Yes. You just station people at the back of the dump to grab the totes. We'll fill our totes. We just throw them in the gully at the waterfall, and you guys just grab them there and then drag them back up the hill to I us. I think this solves our trash problem, though. I think it's great. We're trying to reduce the output. We're trying to come up with new ways to reduce the trash in the dump. Oh, the dump is a transportation issue. It, it is a transportation issue, but also an end user issue. The, the, the dump is full. Well, we don't need the trash, so we're, that's why we're giving it away. It's not an end user thing. 
We're trying to change hearts and minds, Mr. Johnson. You want to continue to consume and throw away the same amount of trash and just find out what... Or maybe more. We're not sure yet. We haven't decided in our house. Well, you know what I think? Look, I I know I haven't been a part of this entire conversation, but you know what I think the problem is? Yes. I mean, you know, take a look at Johnson's backyard here, for example. The Bear Playground, which I was not aware of and I'm pretty impressed by. It it really is. So, But you know what I'm not seeing in the dump? Bears, you got all that bear proofing walling around. That the is dump. a good point, Davis. Well, you're saying we should take the bear proof wall away, yeah, well, and you, allow you, bears just to go in the dump. Well, I mean, you might need to gussy it up a little bit, make it more attractive. The bears, you're like a bear all you can eat buffet, or at least you know, first come, first serve. At least it's not going to last forever. Well, these that's, are, now that's an idea. These are the kind of ideas that they've not been bringing up at council meetings. Let me tell you something. In California, there is a 500-pound bear named Hank the Tank I've who is so desperate for food, he breaks into people's houses. What I'm saying is, and that's dangerous, but, you know, you make that if available. If he had a buffet. If he yeah. Had, it worked for Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> And thus, the first Golden Corral was founded. In the highlands of North Carolina. In the highlands of North Carolina. It quickly spread across the country as a means of waste disposal. Tune in next week when we discuss the origin of McDonald's. Bob Evans. Bob Evans. <laughs> Dry Falls gets protection mapped by Dan Brown. Ooh, this ought to be fun. Protection mapped? Me and you have different ideas. Oh, shit. I misread the hell out of that. Oh. Dry Falls gets projection mapped, which I think is what I read, not protection, but I'm not sure. Projection. Projection. I don't know. Now that sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's cool that Dan Brown took his time off from writing historical fiction. The Da Vinci Code. To do a little story here. Oh. A little history was made down the Gorge Road on October 10th, and it had nothing to do with keeping illegal trucks away. This event had to do with Dry Falls, tucked away in the Kalasaha River Gorge, located down the mountain about five miles out of Highlands, involving technology that sounds like it's been called from the databanks of the Star Trek Enterprise. So it's called, so if scientists debate the difference between the lip pool and the plunge pool, Mm -hmm. what would they think about Dry Falls? That's not a waterfall, right? Uh, It's got to have some water. Flowing sand. Yes. You never know. Uh, Dawn... McGibbony, co-owner of Highland Media Works with husband Dale, calls it projection mapping. And their private showing of the first 3D projection mapping of a natural waterfall in the world was historic. It's undisputed, McGibbony said Wednesday. This has been something we've wanted to do for a long time. McGibbony said working with water can be very difficult. First, you have to take into account the weather and how it can quickly turn on you, she said. The Wednesday evening production of what McGibbonies called Waterfall Ribbons was questionable up until sunset as the McGibbonies kept a watchful eye on the sky. It had rained earlier in the week and we could have wound up with fog, which would be very interesting to projection map, Dale McGibbony said prior to the October 9th show. But it's so unpredictable as to when the fog might roll in, we've had a hard time working with it. So I guess they projected something onto the waterfall? A map? Maybe. Uh, but by dusk, the skies were clear and a crescent moon smiled through the tree line as it began to set in the west. Setting up the twin projectors took about an hour and a test run near dark went off without a hitch. McGibbony said they quickly learned how to use flashlights. <laughs> oh, to, you turned had... it on. Oh, hold oh. on. We've only taken one course. Are you sure we're ready for this? 
it's he a just six spit, week course. He spent all that time talking about what not to wipe your butt with. He never told us to flip the flashlight on. We actually prefer headlamps as you don't drop your phone and your hands are free, she said. We think we could figure out how to work these flashlights. Just give a little Jesus. time. It's like headlamps before your hands. <laughs> these headlamps. Good God. Uh, Dylan DeHart of Franklin helped out with transporting the projection equipment up and down the steep walkway to Dry Falls. Ugh. And this was his first time viewing the projection mapping. It's amazing, he said. Really impressive. Since its October 9 debut, Waterfall Ribbons has garnered close to 200 shares on the Highland Media Works Facebook page and scores of comments and YouTube views. Somebody has to look this up. Yeah, I'll look it up. Uh, according to McGibney, the night went off as planned. Everything went great, she said. There were no glitches at all. There were no power interruptions. All the equipment worked just fine. McGibney said the biggest complaint they received was why they kept it such a secret. People wanted to know why we didn't publicize this so they could come, she said. While being granted access to Dry Falls by the Natahala National Service to set up and run their private presentation, coordinating a nighttime event like this that would be open to the public would open a logistical can of worms, she said. We would have to light the stairs and walking paths and operate some kind of shuttle service to and from the Dry Falls Recreation Site, McGivney said. Parking is so limited there. A special permit was required by the USDA U.S. Forest Service in order to take photographs there. Highland Media Works promised that they would be more that there would be more shows to come in more easily accessible venues. Being located in the remote mountains of western North Carolina, we want to focus on what's offered here, she said. We want to draw people to the area. They keep calling it shows. I keep picturing what were those laser light shows? They would be inside and they would play like Pink Floyd and stuff. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. Oh. So they, they've there's a picture. Oh. They projected like colorful lights. It's like when you go to Disney. Yeah, it's like play. a tapestry of colors. Yeah. What I think is interesting, they didn't invite anybody. They don't want to make it public, but they want to draw people to the area with this. Well, the mystery of it. People love it. a mystery. Yeah. Like, like, like they're going to project it and people are going to see the colors in the darkness and be like, what is that? And go to it. Ooh. Projection mapping got it started in the 1990s, but has evolved from a form of spatial augmented reality from the late 1960s, such as the Haunted Mansion at Disney World, projecting an animated image onto an object to make it appear as if the object Mm -hmm. was really there. Highland Media Works is protective of its methods and prefers not to publicly discuss what they consider to be proprietary information. Flashlights. That's right. (laughs) This is a very competitive market, and a lot of what we've done with our equipment and animations are custom-designed, McGibbony said. No one thought to do this on Waterfall before. What we've done is really cutting-edge. Flashlights. So we'd like to continue exploring (laughs) venues that will allow us to continue being cutting-edge. So the cutting-edge part is the fact they're doing it on Waterfalls, because they've already stated the technology exists elsewhere. It's been at Disney since the 1950s. 60s, 60s. But the problem is, what is a waterfall? That's where the debate rages on. So are they the first to actually (laughs) project on a waterfall? Uh, We've also considered using drones in our projection mapping, McGibbony said. We're working on that. We're really excited about what we're going to do next. So you have this technology and you want to take it to other venues. Only waterfalls? Well, that's where they started. They wanted to draw attention to the area, George, get people excited about yes. but not North Carolina. Them. Just no, to show pictures. No, no, right. no, this no, is no, not no, a public no, event. No. Yeah, it's not a public event. But you we want people to get excited. We want to have an event that they're excited about but cannot attend. Cut to a marketing meeting for the Freemasons. All right, guys. We're having some trouble here. 
My God, our members are dropping like flies. They are. There's just not enough of we us that are, are interested. We're so old. We've got to get people interested. How do we do it? I don't. We're a secret society. Right. Shh. Keep it down. We like it that way. How else are we going to keep meeting here in the mall food court if we don't keep our voices down about our secret society? Well, and we should. It's the only place we could agree on that we all like to come. They've got the, the Chinese for Dave. Right. I like a, like a good cheesesteak. I'm Sabaro guy. You know, I mean, come on. But anyway, shh. Dave, okay, we look. respect your interest in the Orient. That's thank you. Okay, so what if we just we don't say the words Freemason and instead we just kind of put out there some of the stuff we do. And if they're interested in the stuff we do, then like maybe, meeting at the food court. Like eating at the food court. Yeah. I like the food court. Yeah. He likes Chinese food. Did anybody look? Did anybody look? Not really. So you're saying don't call ourselves Freemason, call ourselves something different, like Discount Brick Builder? <laughs> I'm I sorry, like, that no, was no, silly. No, no, no. No, I'm, sorry. I'm just spitballing. I like, no, I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at, okay? It's get, and that's what we got to do. But isn't that the bait and switch? We don't want people to not trust us. Well, what is Instead of Freemason, it could be Shree Trayson. Shh, 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 shh. Hi, ma'am. How are you? Yep, have a great day. Yep. Okay, no, we have plenty of drinks. And all the secrets. Okay, 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 okay. So, so okay, but okay, but even people who aren't Freemasons like the food court. So we need to get out there things that just Freemasons do. Well, yeah, we what, have the go karts. I mean, I, when we become Shriners, right? But, you know, but but I don't know what we do other than meet at the food court. Okay, I'm glad you and, said that. And we wear those hats. Sure. Oh, we have a handshake. We get, well, that's secret. That's, that's I don't even know that you all have a handshake. Yeah, yeah. Are you a Mason? Well, I can't, I, I'm can't. a Freemason. Sure I am. Well, of course. I come to the meeting. Yeah. Show me the handshake. What I don't know. Nobody show me the handshake. Public. Guys, guys, you fool. We're in public. There's cameras it's in the fair. mall. That's fair. People that's saying fair. that's a bad idea. Just, what degree are you? I am... I'm, a, I'm on my He's way to being... Mason. I'm on my way to being a Freemason. I'm, at the moment, a, but you know more what? of an on, okay. on right. sale Jason. All right. Okay, look. You've been coming to meetings for four years now. I know. When am I so going to learn the handshake? Gonna, well, I guess we didn't know you weren't a Mason. We just thought you were one of us. It's and certainly just, not going to happen now. We're in a public food court. I think you just sat down with us one day and we just sort of forgot. I like a cheesesteak. Damn it. So we were so secretive that we didn't even think to make sure that everybody belonged to be here. But I, I want to be. I'm who you're trying to reach in the public. All right. So look. Okay. I love so, a cheesesteak. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. This is a marketing exercise. Okay. So how did you find out? So I... Ordered a cheesesteak on a Saturday. I saw the two of you sitting here. I said, is this seat taken? You whispered something to each other. I sat down. We all started whispering. You talked about being Freemasons. I thought it sounded cool. I, mean, I like did, a cheesesteak. How did, how did, keep it down. How did he know our secret code phrase to sit <gasps> down at the table with us? That's amazing. He's lucky, I guess. Maybe That's we should make one, it a yeah. little. Yeah, we should, maybe we should make the, the secret w- phrases a little more. I agree. What should they be? Specific. Well, I mean, we, uh, look, we don't need to hunker down here. I mean, there's only three of us here. If, if anything, we need, to, we need to make it maybe a little more inclusive. I have an that idea. True, but we're secret. I think we Shh. need to do something really cool that everybody else would want to be a part of. There was this movie. But they can't know up. who we are. No, no. We're secret. This, but you do it, Shh. and then you're like, like a Banksy kind of thing. You let people know Freemasons were here. But like there was this movie with Nicolas Cage where he went and found the Declaration of Independence. I think he's a Freemason. What could we do like that? Maybe we could find like so Lincoln's, you're saying we Lincoln's need to beard. Re- we need to recruit 
Nicholas Cage? No, no. We need to do something similar. Like I think that's right. Recruit Nicholas Cage. We cut to a mall food court in Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. Only uh, uh. Hey, can I get a cheesesteak here? But uh, no peppers, no peppers at all. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, Mr. Cage. Oh, oh. Hey, yeah. That's me, Nicholas Cage. You want an autograph? Maybe. Uh, one of you want to maybe come? Uh, hey, man, that's a cool hat right there. Uh, Nick Cage likes it. Hey, did you? This seat isn't taken. Oh, why don't you stay here with us? Uh, the seat is free. Wink. That's off-putting to most people, but not to me. I'm Nicholas Cage. Ah, oh, so yeah, I'll, I'll take you. a load off. I see you like a cheesesteak. Oh, I love a cheesesteak. I man. love a cheesesteak. Sometimes, all right, slow down there, fella. Um, <laughs> but you know what I like to do is I like to get a cheesesteak, and then I get an egg roll on top of it. Then I wrap oh. it in a sabaro. Hold on. Link- I, call it, I call it a Nicky Cage. What do you think about Lincoln's beard? Well, we're going to find Lincoln's beard. So first, okay, all right. Um, can we be? Can we be honest with you? Don't, you can all. You can trust me, Nicholas Cage, America's sweetheart. All right. So you did do a movie with Cher. That makes you pretty cool. That's so, that's that's the line. Yeah. So so we're all right. Are you a Freemason? Huh? Uh, you were in the movie. He said, you were in the movie. He said, are you free Monday? Yeah. Wait, he's just asking if you're free on Monday. Oh, wait, wait a second. You said Freemason? No, no, just uh, maybe, 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 or maybe he just asked if you got anything going on Monday. You're free Monday. Shh, guys. Keep it down. <gasps> Cheesesteak. Sparrow. I am so disappointed in all of you. This is amateur hour. What do you what oh, do you mean? No. Don't sh- Did we disappoint don't you? Sh- shut it, you. Don't you understand? My two films, National Treasure, was the ultimate recruiting tool <gasps> for Freemasons. Will you help us not. find Lincoln's beard? Legend tells us that once he had his beard removed, he lost all of his powers. My God, if we restore did, Lincoln's did beard to the even, Lincoln Memorial. Did you even watch the movie, man? That's all a front. I oh, did. I love the movie. That's not. No. You got nothing from it, okay? All of that was a front to put people off the scent of what Freemasons really are. What are we, what are we, what are we searching for? Other than the handshake. Nobody will tell me the... He's, he's not actually a mason yet, but he sat down with us for like four years. We're just dragging him along. Look, you're asking some very dangerous questions here, okay? In order for me to know that you're really a Freemason, you got to sing for me the Freemason song. So I know you're a Freemason, but keep it down. We're in a mall food court. Ah! It's the only way I'll know. It's a good thing the song is pretty short. But he's not a mason. I think I know the song, though. It's in the heart of every mason. I think I got it. I think right. it's in my heart. Let me hear it, and then I will tell you what the Freemasons are really about. And trust me, it's a lot more than Lincoln's beard. Okay, all right. Are we going to start with the verse or the chorus? There's only a chorus as far as I know. Trick question. You passed. You're not even a Mason. How are you so brilliant at this? Uh, he's he's saying all the right things, my, though. My granddad was an Illuminati. Oh, that explains yeah. it. All right, all right. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, a two, a one, two, three, four. Free! Mason. Mason. All right, you got it. Okay, perfect, perfect. The Freemasons are not what you guys have been doing. You've been doing it wrong. What do you mean? Uh, it's what not do you mean? about what? fezzes. It's not about little cars. It's not about secrets inside of documents. We, you think that we'd make a movie about all that stuff and put that out there in the public? Yes. You're wrong. Oh, it's secret, man. The truth is, everything you need to know about Masons was in the movie Raising Arizona. Oh, that was the truth. Turn to the left. All of it. Turn to the left. To the left. Don't forget the fingerprints, Ed. 
Don't forget the fingerprints, Ed. That's what the sto- that's what it's about. The fingerprints. It all makes the sense Ed's now. <gasps> that's what it is. The secret handshake. The salad days. Food courts. <gasps> Here's what I need you guys to do. I need you to go out to the desert. I need you to dig a hole. We cut to the desert. Okay, he didn't say how long. How okay, big the hole right, had to so be. I have to be honest. Can we stop whispering? I have to be honest. I don't think so. It's secret. Okay, I've never seen that movie. I'm just faking it. Oh, I've seen it a lot. That's good. So, and you're not even a mason. So, but it makes sense. So, Nicholas Cage said we had to dig a hole in the desert. Yes. In the movie, they dig a hole in a prison and come out in not a desert, but it's kind of a desert of morality because they're 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 bank robbers. Or oh, are we going into the prison? Is that where Lincoln's beard is? I think it might be. Let's get to it, pal. Dig, baby. We cut to the inside of a nearby prison. A uh, shovel breaks through the ground of the uh, prison courtyard. Right, you first. We're here. Shh, shh. It's a secret. We may be here. Yeah, this is. We don't want to draw too much attention oh, to ourselves. Right, digging we, into a prison and whatnot. Hey, who yeah. goes there? Uh we we just we're just two men. On wait, a wait, mission. wait, wait. Let's try the secret phrase. Okay, okay. Is this seat taken? Why, of course it is. Have a seat, my lads. Oh my God. He sounds like Abraham Lincoln. He does. Although but I really I don't know what he sounds face. like, but I, okay. if that were, I would want that to be what Lincoln would sound like. Right. Well, you saw that movie with with um, Daniel Craig. No. Day-Lewis. They did that one. Not James Bond. Daniel Day-Lewis. Maybe if you stop talking, I will reveal that oh, four score <gasps> and 70-odd years ago, I, Abraham Lincoln, had to be secreted away to the confines of this prison in order to not reveal the truth of my existence and the Freemasons' secret plan. Look how big that beard is. That beard's been growing that for centuries. Impressive. Lincoln's beard. Now, I know what you're thinking. I thought Abraham Lincoln was really tall, and this man is clearly very, very short. And kind of overweight. I thought he was real skinny because he had that disease. Yes, that's what we had to let the public think. I am as wide as people think I'm tall. Wouldn't have thought that was possible. He's at least six feet wide. He, well, he's kind of old. Maybe he shrank a bit. I don't know. I have been waiting here all this time for the real Masons to find me. Oh, oh I think that's us. I'm not a Mason, though. But you uh, you sat with us for four years. It's fine. Well, it's by by osmosis, that's how most Freemasonry comes about. What are we supposed to do, Mr. Lincoln? President Lincoln? Abe, Abe, honest. Well, uh, you want to hang out? What? You just pulled that beard off. What? What? Oh, no, 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 no. Nicholas Cage! Nicholas Cage! You're not white at all! Look, I had to, had to, this is a fat suit. Uh, I had to, uh, look, it's a. Have you led us to another one of your movie plots? Uh, I mean. Is this Con Air? Oh, is this Con Air? We've broken into Con Air or possibly The Rock. Guys, guys. It's just me, aha, uh-huh. Nicholas Cage. The truth is, everybody always comes up to me and they expect me to be like the movies, and uh, really, I just want to hang out. So, like at a food court? Well, outside of a food. Well, I mean, there is a food court in here, but th- that's incidental. Ah, huh? I, I just people get all weird around me and they think I'm part of this conspiracy, and uh, I'm just a regular guy. Huh? I, I just want to hang out. You want to be? A, are you, you want to be a mason? Nah, you guys are freaks. What are you talking about? <laughs> ah. 
And see. I got my own personal Sabaros. I'm in. Uh, I did not mean to put myself in a position where I was having to make all these calls. I, just, was I was just right. digging this hole deeper and deeper. <laughs> Step one, do a Nicolas Cage impression. Talk a little breathy. Step Which we two. were already doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then step two at the end of every sentence, just go, ah. <laughs> Halloween unique in Highlands. No author listed. Hmm. Halloween is a special time in Highlands. Being a small, close-knit town offers some luxuries from yesteryear that bigger metropolitan areas no longer have. And many of those will be on display in the next week. Tonight, the Highlands Rec Center will host the Halloween Spooktacular and dozens of children dressed like superheroes, Disney characters, ghouls, and goblins will get to experience a fun, safe, throwback Halloween celebration. How far back? What? You said throwback. Yeah, throwback. I was just wondering how far back. Oh, they burn in witches, baby. <laughs> That's where my brain Sorry, went. You can't do that in the big cities anymore, for That's sure. True. That's, but but it's still okay in the country areas. Exactly. If you get a special permit. A special yeah. permit. <laughs> you got a permit for that witch burn, son? Right here, sir. Oh, carry on. Most parents and grandparents fondly remember bobbing for apples, trying to drop clothespins in a mason jar. I haven't heard of that one. Or any other number of fun Halloween-related games from their childhood. The Spooktacular offers a night where the weather isn't a factor, so it's indoors, and families can come out for some good old-fashioned fun. Jobber Bob for apples? Yes. Once. It's harder than you think. Oh, yeah. yeah they bob. They bob. Yeah, they don't want to stay underwater, and it's, they, they, they are, they're a slippery boy. Pro tip. Here's what you got to do. If you got to bob. Trap it on the bottom. Trap it on the bottom. You got to go all the way down. Push that apple down with your face to the bottom, and then you can get purchase on it and Grab a hold yep. of your teeth. You it's a commitment. Commit. You gotta commit, and you want to be first in the water. Honestly, that's my problem. Yeah, because you're getting your whole head in there. Nobody's gonna want to go after you. And somebody's already tried for that apple. Plus, depending <laughs> on how deep it is, you're going to be sopping wet. So, so, <laughs> so I'm just saying, under the prism, what we're talking about, because you want to be the first. You don't want it to be all messy with other people's lives. Saliva. And yeah. yeah. So number one, Earwax. so you have to go there first. To make sure you're the first, but then number two for the rest of the night, half of your body is soaking wet because you had to bob yourself underwater to trap that apple <laughs> and get it. Yeah, at the end of the day, you got an apple. Right. <laughs> you worked really hard for an, an apple. apple. Not a caramel-covered apple. Have you ever gone bobbing for caramel-covered apples? No. It's a different experience. That's a I different bet. kind of mess. <laughs> I mean, you don't have it's to go It's a boiling vat of caramel. <laughs> <laughs> once you gotta go the all the way down. Once you bite the, 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 the apple, it's always caramel color covered when it comes out. And so are you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be quick. <laughs> Did y'all ever throw clothespins into a mason jar? I don't know here? what the hell that is. I don't know what that is either. And they said drop it in a mason jar. It doesn't sound very challenging. It does not. I bet it is. I mean, clothespins a lot smaller than a I can, mouth of a mason I can drop stuff pretty well. Uh, well see, what? <laughs> I usually let gravity do most of the work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing it's probably going to be a smaller mason jar, so it's not going to be that easy. A free mason jar? A free, I mean, it's... Oh! <laughs> if getting your face wet for a Granny Smith doesn't excite you, 
Wait, you mean if the idea of getting a Grady Smith doesn't make your face wet? No. <laughs> how did, not what they how, how, how did you just say, how did you just use all of the words that I just used, but somehow made it illicit? How did you do that? Wait, you, you added mean? and subtracted I'm, nothing, and you made it so I terrible. because it might make you drool. What did you mean? <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> So have you ever done bobbing for Granny Smith? You got to no. be the first one in. <laughs> no. And you got to go all the way no. to the bottom. Trust me, at this point, you're not the first one in. You got to commit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Halloween activities. This is just an empty room with you, Granny Smith. Huh? <laughs> 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 hey, did you know that that was only the first part of a sentence? <laughs> If getting your face wet for a Granny Smith doesn't excite you, Highland's annual trick-or-treat event will take place from 6 to 8 p.m. on Halloween night, which is October 30th. That sentence makes no sense. It really doesn't. No. It's not adding If anything. this doesn't excite you, these are the times we're doing it. So maybe that will excite you. Is that so you can maybe, stay away? Maybe that'll get your face like wet. If this doesn't excite you, don't come to this place between these yeah. times. <laughs> Hudson Library is going to get the festivities started on Halloween with a kids' zone party from 3.30 to 5 p.m. Okay, cut to the kids' zone party at the library. <laughs> yay, yay, we're here. We're in the library. We can have so much fun. Okay, kids, gather around. The, the, the Halloween kids' zone party is about to begin. It's just me. It's, oh, and, oh, it looks like we got a new kid, though, this year. Hi, I'm Anthony. Oh, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Daniel's entered. Introduce yourself to Anthony. Hi, Daniel. I'm Anthony. Hi. I'm dressed like a witch. Yeah. You see my hat? It's Daniel. pointy. Yeah. It's black. Daniel's, I what are you nose. dressed as? Daniel. Oh, Daniel's a regular. He comes every Halloween because he loves it so much, doesn't he, Daniel's? No. <laughs> we have such a good time. My okay. mommy drops me off you- and she makes me stand here until it's time. For the carnival, just for so just for I'm Halloween, just or just like every day, just Halloween oh, and okay. some and other major holidays. All right, oh. we're 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 gonna shake things up a little bit for our Halloween Kid Zone spectacular here at the library this year. Okay, what what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do this year? Instead of reading the uh, Halloween entry on uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica. I thought it might be a little bit fun, a little bit crazy, if we were to restock the shelves. With books? Ooh, that's books? right. Oh, I love books. Daniel, are books your favorite? No. What's your favorite, Daniel? Mm, video games. Oh, well, look at this. Here's a book all about the Atari company from the 1980s, The Rise and Fall. But where does it go? Fun. It's like a game. It's like a On game. a cart over there so that the librarian can put them away. They try this trick all the time. Oh, they do? Oh. They try this is trick the, all oh, the is time. Is the cart always the answer? No, they want us to do their job because they're lazy. Oh. What? No, we're having fun. It's the Halloween Kids Zone. Oh, no. Look at all the crumbs on this floor. If yep, only there comes was some the vacuum. magical way that we could clear the I, floor. I, I could use my broom. I'm a witch. A broom? Well, that's that's certainly I'm one way to do it. But, oh, what is this majestic machine here? It's a vacuum. It's uh, If a broom had 
magical powers. Ooh, it plugs brood. into the wall. It's electric. It's but, a vacuum. But but who can ever master such a machinery? I oh, bet, I bet Daniel could. I bet Daniel could. He's done anybody. They're simple. You press the thing on the back, and the thing drops down. And you hit the power. They're trying to get us no, to do their work. It's magic. Look, it's going to be the bathrooms next. What's in the bathroom? Just telling you. What's in the you bathrooms? don't want to know. Is Ooh, it magic? Does somebody smell a witch's brew? I do. I do. I do. Mm. I do. I do. It doesn't sound like a witch's brew that I know. If only there was some way to clear away this horrid potion. I have my broom. I could use my broom. I could go stick it in the toilet. Oh, I don't. Uh, oh, no. I, I. Oh, no. That's a cauldron. That's not a toilet. Oh, in the cauldron. Yeah, he's going to have you use that little brush over there. Unfortunately, this cauldron doesn't seem to be self-cleaning. Yeah, it's broken. He's going to get you to fix the toilet. I'm oh. just telling you. Oh, and my hands. I, I can't reach my hands inside. If only there was a smaller set of hands. I have small hands. I have small hands. Anthony, you're really you're really on top of it this year. I feel like Daniel's not having as much fun, though. Maybe we can involve him in something. Nope, I'm good. Do you know how many kids I've seen go before you? Go ahead. Reach your hand to that cauldron. It looks like poop. It is poop. Which is poop? Just poop. Which is brew. Okay. I'll stick my hand in it. It's just poop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Happy Halloween, kids! (laughs) Let's not go bobbing in here. It's cage poop. Don't blame me. That's what happens when you take a cheese stick and wrap it in a Sbarro. (laughs) You better find a toilet quick. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. You've just tolerated another episode of Small Town News, a production of Small Town News, LLC. Today's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the Highlander, the only one of Highlands, North Carolina, and stories written by Mayor Patrick Taylor, Dan Brown, noted author, and several unnamed authors. Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd, George Oliver, Neil Oliver, and Craig Ramey. Research for 100 episodes by Dr. Jessica Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. This episode was recorded in Nick Cage's basement in Newburn, North Carolina. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Facebook Podcasts, the National Archives, and your grandmother's gramophone. Like what you hear? Leave us a review and Nicholas Cage will get back to you. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small-town news. Thank you for joining us, and remember... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Daniels. We're gonna we're gonna put the the books on the shelves. It's gonna be great. Ah! Be careful with that one. That's the Declaration of Independence. It's the original. Ah! 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 Is he exhaling? What is he doing? Uh, it's definitely. Ah! Ah! I'm exhausted. I've been holding my breath for so long. Or is he asking, huh? Huh? It's a question (laughs) that no one will answer. (laughs) He's perpetually asking questions all the time. We gotta find the Declaration of Independence. Huh?
<laughs> That's right, Nicholas Cage. We have to find it quickly. Are we arriving or leaving Las Vegas? Ah! <laughs> That's another one. Golly. He won an Oscar. He won an Oscar for leaving. Was Las he Vegas? nominated for one for Moonstruck? I think so. I think I think yeah, everybody was nominated right. for that. Yeah, but he won. He's won an Oscar. Oscar winner, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, we have to always. watch that movie together. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>